Welcome to Deeper Callings and Horse Magic. This is a space for rediscovery, connection, and empowerment of yourself. You are likely a truth seeker who has a strong desire to understand that nagging inner tug. You know what I'm talking about. That small voice that keeps telling you there's something more. So what do you do? Do you answer the call or continue going through the motions of life as you know it? I'm Nicole Romero, an experiential designer who left the world of theme parks to create a lifestyle that brought me back to horses, my own creative visions, and my family. Like you, I had to make a decision, and I chose the deeper calling of purpose and horse magic. Now I partner with my horses as an equine facilitator and mentor to help others on their journey of purpose. It's not easy, but you're not alone. It's time to create your new life story. Come on, let's do this together. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode. I'm out with the horses as usual, and you might hear some laughing seagulls, and I've tried to move out of the wind, but we have storms coming in, so I'm just kind of sitting back a little bit in my truck (laughs) so it doesn't hit this microphone. Uh, So we'll see how it goes. It's just so funny. I have, I still haven't set up my new microphone I got for Christmas and I would probably only be using that for interviews anyway, but I really just have to be out with the horses when I'm doing these. This is my alone time. This is when I feel grounded and safe to speak. I I get distracted really easy. So if I try to do these at home, even if no one's in the house, uh, I'll have animals, (laughs) I'll have dogs or my cat that will come in and something happens. So this is the only place I feel not distracted to record these and I feel supported by the herd. I have had a busy couple of weeks. I've had a lot of job interviews. I've talked on here a lot about picking up some remote design work, getting back into that side of things. So I've, I've been working on that and my husband's had interviews too. So it's uh, been very (laughs) kind of stressful, but also hopeful couple of weeks And uh, I will update you all on more of that when I know actually which way things are going. I hope I have some exciting news to share soon. But while I've been doing all of this and thinking about bringing this side of my design work back in, for those of you that maybe are just tuning into this podcast, my background is in themed entertainment design. So I've done work with theme parks and fabrication and events and and basically any kind of design that requires theming. And it has just worked out that remote jobs have been presented to me. I believe this is all part of me being ready to integrate these things back into my life and the timing just being right. And my asking for solutions to our our financial struggles right now. (laughs) Also, if you're new, we, we have real talk here. We go into everything from the struggles. We don't try and be unrealistic about building our dreams because (gasps) I just saw a hummingbird. I can't tell you if I've actually ever seen a hummingbird around here. Hmm, I'm gonna look that up later. Maybe you need to look that up too. (laughs) Anyway, it also had me thinking about my multi-passionate nature and the way over the last three years since we've moved to the Alabama Gulf Coast from Orlando, how I've been really trying to force things together. And as a result, things have remained separate. So meaning all of my design skills and love for being creative versus my work with the horses and personal development and spirituality 
and all of these things. And as much as I have tried to force to myself to blend them, that's always what it comes out as. It comes out as forced. And in this new place that I'm in, where I am now open to taking on this remote work and getting back into my design skills and love for for themed entertainment and not necessarily entertainment it's also themed education and themed transformational experiences and getting back into that though has been a decision that was a result of having to reprioritize based on our current needs but it has also shown me that there's room for all of it I'm like why am I continuing to force things to fit together rather than allowing things to come together. And so what I've decided is I'm just going to open up and start posting whatever on Instagram. We're going to start posting uh, as I get back into this, going to be posting more of my design, more of my art that I had started doing, getting back into my wood carving and talismans, because that is still something I have found that I really love that feeds my creativity adding in my horses and our reflections there and the personal development work and just going with what is coming up for me and allowing the universe to put things into place and to let it all blend together rather than me trying to figure out what it looks like and how it works. And that has been my biggest struggle and it is probably coming from my recovering perfectionist tendencies and my need for control in in rough circumstances. And so I feel like I'm just entering this new stage of allowing. And for me, I feel like that's where we get stuck a lot. And whether it is a business you're trying to build, or it's your career versus your, your lifestyle, it can be really hard to allow all of our different passions to come into play. I think when we can start to let go of what we think it would have to look like in order to incorporate everything, then things will start to fall into place. And I'm not going to say we can do absolutely everything all the time because it's just not realistic based on our needs, our personal needs and our time needs. However, I think that we can fit a whole lot of our passions in maybe one day is dedicated to something and another day is dedicated to another. One day you're doing pottery, the next day you're running an event, the next day you're running, you're out being active, you're doing dance. And just allowing things to come together in a way that maybe you weren't expecting. Because some of the feedback I've gotten just with what I do share on Instagram and what I talk about is that it seems like it does all flow together, even though I can't see it. But to me, as a visual person, seeing it, obviously, my Instagram is very, if you follow me, at Nicole Romero Creative, it's very horse heavy, which is is good. But also, I, I find myself missing things like my art, my design work, my nerdiness. That's a big one. I I do consider myself a nerd. I love lots of the the what's quote nerdy things that used to be made fun of that's now cool and whatever. So (laughs) I, uh, you know, take that word however you want. But you know, my love for for film and, and certain, you know, shows and books and games, all of those things coming into it. Whereas I felt like with the horses that it's like I have to have this certain look and a certain energy to my my posts where it, it always comes out just looking like 
I'm only in the country all the time and that's all I do. And it is a big part of what I do, but I feel like I'm missing my creative side now. And so I've gone back and forth where at first I was missing my horses. I cannot, I, I, I know that now. I absolutely cannot do my creative work, be in a, in a career like that and not have horses and not be in my, have my outdoor time, have my connection to nature. I have to have that in my life. And so I almost swung completely the other way and cut out my, a lot of my creativity because I was so busy. I was so burnt out from my years at Universal and then busy from us getting our farm and trying to renovate it and the creativity kind of getting sucked out of that because of our struggles there. And so it almost felt like my creativity left me for a little bit. And then I started trying to call it back in and I got into some amazing things like my wood carving for my talismans and my, uh, we got a, a group together. We played D and D and getting into, getting into that, which we all just went to see the movie, by the way, our D and D group went to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. And it was really amazing. So highly recommend whether you play D and D or not. And I've started trying to draw more. Like I'm teaching at my daughter's school right now and I get to go do art with them. And we're right now we're drawing pollinators. And so just getting to go in there and be creative for fun and not thinking about the outcome. Like that has all started to come into play and, and flow back in and asking for solutions and, and things and having these interviews pop up in my field finally, because I almost didn't think that was a possibility anymore since COVID, our industry all but collapsed. Uh, you know, everyone had been laid off and the people working remotely were people that were already employed that needed to work remotely then. And, um, so these, the positions have just come in. And so it's like, as I have begun to just let loose and play a little bit and open up, some of these things have started to return. And that might mean that, that my work with the horses, as far as a business is maybe not as at the forefront right now, but it's still happening. And, alongside all of my creative endeavors and alongside me being able to call in work that's going to support and relieve some of the stress that we're feeling right now. The point of all this is that for so long, I was trying to make it look like something. I was trying to think, okay, well, I can include talking about personal development with horses right here. And then I can include an art piece It'll have to be something horsey because that's only what makes sense with my Instagram. And I can talk about like, I'll talk about my nerdiness just in my stories. And, you know, it was like, so I was separating it, but I didn't realize I was the one separating it. <laughs> While I was trying to bring it together, I was the one separating it. So think about like what you're doing in your day to day life, where maybe you're being told to focus on something because you're good at it. And so you cut out the other parts of you that bring you joy and that light you up. And as a result, because you're compartmentalizing everything, you know, it, it leaves your soul split. It leaves the, those parts of you that need to actually come together in all of your passions to be able to show up as, as all of you. Speaking of being at the school, and teaching, I, I was there, we've had a, a new, we've had a new student, and, and someone was talking about what they thought maybe her career possibilities would be, 
and like breaking down her skills. This is an 11 year old, keep in mind. And like, (laughs) I was just so surprised by the conversation. And I'm not going to go into detail about that. But I was surprised by the conversation because I'm like, here's an 11 year old and someone is already thinking about her future and about what her skills that she's showing right now might mean for her career. And I, I was blown away because I'm like, how many times do we have somebody judging us and trying to put us into a box and trying to determine what we should actually be doing at, with our lives because we're good at something here or we enjoy something there and not never like opening up to the possibility that maybe they just like doing that thing. Maybe just doing that one thing, maybe just working with kids brings the, brings you joy Maybe going out in nature opens your mind to possibilities. Maybe doing all of these other things. They're just different parts of our passions. And when we allow outside voices to determine what passions we focus on, we we tend to shut out everything. And it can happen, just like I'm talking about in this story, it can happen at a subconscious level. We can feel the people thinking we need to be doing something. Um, especially if you're highly sensitive or empathic, we feel that judgment, we feel that placement and that forcefulness of, oh, you don't have the skills for this. Oh, you need to be doing that. Uh, Don't focus on this thing because you need to put all your energy here. And we cut out all those other things that we love and, and we don't have to. All of the things, all of the passions come together in a way, just like I talked about before, I don't think it, I think it was a a couple of podcasts ago about how no, no education is ever wasted. No work experience is wasted. No, none of our passions are floating around for no reason. Like they all inform each other and they're coming to mind. We get these urges because it's that interest is there to spark something even if it's not meant for us to fully pursue, if you have an interest in fashion design, and maybe you're not meant to be a fashion designer, but maybe going into learning to sew leads to something else that lights you up, you know, we have to follow kind of the breadcrumbs of our passions uh, in order to get clarity around why we have them. By trying to force things to look a certain way, we shut out all of that curiosity and all of that play. My horse Charlotte, or Charlie, as I call her most of the time. <laughs> I call her Charlotte when I, I have to when I have to keep her out of other people's food because that way I separate my stern name calling from her her joyful name calling. <laughs> so I call her Charlie Girl most of the time, um, and Charlotte when I'm trying to keep her out of the other horse's food. She likes food. She is my horse that really represents kind of freedom and play and curiosity because she is so persistent in everything. Just like I said, she loves food. She will she will find every creative poss- like solution to get into the other horse's food. <laughs> and she will keep going. And then she will be totally fine and then she'll go play, she'll go roll around, she'll go she'll come right up to me. She knows what she wants. And she likes to take the opportunity to really jump into, you know, what's calling to her in the moment. And so she comes up a lot for me when I am not paying attention 
to these urges that I get, these passions that pop up for me. When I'm ignoring them, she is usually the one that is coming up to tell me that I need to, you know, reach out to my inner child. I need to play with my passions, the multi-passionate in me and the creativity and just having fun with all of it and seeing where it leads. And she was coming up right at the beginning of last month when all of this was starting to make sense to me, kind of as confirmation, like, yes, you can play and explore still. You're not past that point. We're never past that point. We can always keep exploring our passions and we can always be open to how they're going to blend and inform one another and how they're going to show up in our lives and what they're going to lead to. And you know what? Just like me, it might go in a circle, but it's not actually a circle. It's a spiral. (laughs) So you've heard me talk about this before. We have the spiral of life and we come back to the same things sometimes and it's different. We get back to it and it's different. We're different. Where it's leading us is a little different. The way we perceive it is different. And so just being open to things returning, I think, is another one. There was a time I thought horses were going to be my pastime and that I was not I was not meant to have them again, do anything with them, uh, because every time I tried to get back to them, it just seemed like I was getting shut out. Something tragic would happen. Financial issues would happen. Time wouldn't be there. Just everything. And here I am sitting here with four of them. And we're about to move them to our property. I mean, sometimes timing. And sometimes it's just timing. So we have to be open to when the things might come back to us. When the interests might come back. When you're, you know, when that desire to study dance comes back to you. When the desire to to start exploring with new recipes and cooking again. The desire to learn about uh, graphic design and creating things that were there for us an interest a passion that were there it was there for a reason and so if it comes back up and it keeps coming up and you can't seem to shake it I'm telling you now you better start exploring it and maybe we should talk about that for a minute too you know how do you start exploring it you start doing some research you get on Pinterest you look at groups or associations that are around what your passions are, hiking, writing, D&D, any of it, whatever you want to, to look into, just doing the research and looking into it. You never know. You might look and see, oh, hey, there's actually an expo happening 30 minutes away from me next week. Maybe I should go check it out and see what comes of it. We've talked about the support, about supporting your dreams just a few episodes ago. So, Allowing some of that to come in and seeing what that's pointing to. Sometimes I think our passions are multi-passionate nature. I think that certain things pop up because they are simply guiding posts to the next curiosity, the next interest, the next thing. And it's, it's a trail. Just like I said earlier, it's a trail of breadcrumbs that's leading us to what the ultimate blending of our multi-passionate desires are. I hope that this sort of brings some inspiration and lets you know that just because you're multi-passionate or being multi-passionate doesn't have to be 
you know, a limitation. It doesn't have to keep you stuck. You can be open to letting these things flow in and out of your life. And whether whether it has to do with building a business or just in your, your daily lifestyle, all of these things come up for a reason and all of these things are supporting you and guiding you to where you're you're meant to be in life. And those things might only last for a season. You know, we are never aiming to get to one destination. We are aiming to live a lifestyle that is supporting our highest self and our highest good. And different seasons, you know, the seasons change. So don't ever think you're just going to get to one place and then that's it. You're like, oh, everything's come together. This is exactly what it's meant to be. It's going to keep shifting. And so just being open and flexible to that and allowing these passions and these curiosities to keep flowing in and out is going to be how the blending happens. That's how the beautiful, perfect recipe of passions and dreams and hobbies and career interests and loves, uh, the the things that bring you joy, how it's all going to blend together to make this perfect pie for you. And you might only have a piece of it at a time. But it's going to be there for you to explore and have fun with. And um, I look forward to updating you on how my pie is turning out <laughs> over the next month or so, because there's uh, about to be a lot of big, big changes coming up for me and the horses and my career and everything. So I look forward to sharing more of that with you. I hope this was gave you some good food for thought, got the wheels turning about what you might want to call in about what you might be trying to force about where you need to let go and what you need to explore. All right, friends, thanks so much. And always remember being multi-passionate is, is a very strong advantage in life and you can explore all of those amazing things that are calling to you. All right. Thanks friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Deeper Callings and Horse Magic, a podcast by Nicole Romero Creative. If you enjoyed this, please rate, review, or share this with someone who would benefit from this content. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Nicole Romero Creative, or head to my website, NicoleRomeroCreative.com. Thanks again, and remember to keep trusting that deeper calling, because no one has magic like you. <laughs>